best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. To bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups together this morning and ask, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope of your word and through the power of your word? Uh, God is with us. He is wrapping us up with his arms. I know that there are many of you out there who are just walking through difficult seasons of life right now that it seems as though this, what we thought would be a, you know, a couple years worth of uh, up turn in our our nation's history, our world's history with the, the pandemic and just all the things that have transpired the last couple of years, what we kind of thought would be this short temporary season has lingered. It's It's gone on for months. And on top of the world and the situations, many of you I know are just walking through difficult relationships and um, sicknesses and just job challenges and all these mandates and all this stuff that's going on in our world that's causing tension and stress and heaviness and exhaustion for us both mentally and spiritually. Um, it's just a rough, rough season for so many. And I believe that is really at the heart of why God has us now walking through this whole month of January, focusing on living by faith and not by sight. Because if we focus on what we're seeing around the world, what we're seeing even right in front of us and in the little confines of our own life and circle, um, you know, if, if I just went down the list to, to the those closest to me um, and, and you know, my closest friends and family and, and took down, you know, requests, prayer requests or what what's happening in people's lives, it would be overwhelming. Uh, it, it, it is overwhelming um, just how much is going on with people. But we can't fix our eyes on those things. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus, the one who holds it all together. The one who is using every one of those situations to bring about something good for us and glory for himself. And I know that he's doing it. It's, it's, we see his glimmers of, of light and goodness and that what he's doing and how he's moving and working and the miracles through it all. We see how he's transforming our hearts. Um, and, you know, even just this season with my mom being in the hospital, one of the things that God is teaching me, and I was telling a few people this yesterday is at, at church, is I see him showing up for us, showing up for me, because we, we don't get the opportunity to go into the hospital because of COVID. And so I have to trust God and his goodness and his kindness to, I have to trust that he's 
loving on my mom the way that I want to love on her, that he's wrapping her up in his warm arms the way that I want to, that he's showing up there in her hospital room through the nurses, through the doctors, through the people that can be there, that he's getting to love on her even better than I can, <laughs> even better than I can because he's God and he knows exactly what she needs. He knows better than I do even what what care she needs. He knows what, what will touch her heart and her spirit and he knows what will bring her peace and comfort better than me. And I have to trust him to show up there in her room knowing that I, I can't be there, knowing that uh, I so want to be there um, and hug her for myself, but I have to trust that God can do immeasurably more than I can ask or imagine in that room. He can do immeasurably more than I can ask or imagine without me there. <laughs> and that's trust. That's, that's a level of faith that I haven't really had to have before because even as we journeyed through uh, this, the 15 days that Zach was in the ICU, I got to be there. I got to be there. I got to hold his hand. And even though it was a, a very difficult two weeks, um, this is today is day 11 that my mom has been in the hospital. And it's just, it's hard to persevere. And, and this is a, another level of, of faith, of looking at the situation and thinking, God, I don't understand what you're doing through it all, but I'm gonna choose today to trust you. I'm gonna choose today to have faith that you will show up in the lowest of low places, even in the, the hardest of hard situations. I'm gonna trust that you will be there, that you're gonna walk us through today, that you're gonna show up in the room and be the comfort and peace that my mom needs that you're gonna show up in her room and love on her the way that I would love to love on her. But I'm gonna trust you to do it on my behalf. I'm gonna trust you to do it on my behalf. And in this, this week, we're gonna talk about the kindness of God, the kindness of God. And so often as we're walking through these situations in life, we wanna focus on the, the trauma or the, the difficulty of the season. And that takes our focus off of God and all that he is doing in his kindness. And even how we look at and see how people around us are reacting or responding to their own tragedies and traumas and circumstances that people, are, it seems like in this world are just kind of like losing their mind, right? It's in our world, we're losing our minds. And we wonder like, God, why aren't you intervening? Why aren't you showing up? Why aren't you just smiting them and, and ending this pain? God, we know that, that you see the hurt. And so why aren't you just intervening and, and ending it all? And bringing about something, like change something, God, like intervene here. And we read in Romans 2, verse 4, Romans 2, verse 4, this. It says, Or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness, his restraint, his patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads to repentance? So, like, I want justice now for 
for the situations that I'm seeing around us in our world. Like we look out on the world and we think, no, I want, I want justice now. I want God's justice now. I want these things in my life that feel so wrong. I want them to be made right now. And that feels like God's kindness, that the now feels like his kindness. Though this word tells us that his kindness is actually his restraint and his patience and him not intervening now in this moment, the way that I think he should, the way I want him to, the way I wanna see justice poured out on, the, on people that are causing havoc on this world. It is his kindness that leads to repentance. Actually hear this word kindness two times in this verse. And if you look back, what, what he's talking about is how quickly we are to judge those around us. How quickly we are to judge the circumstances. All the while we're actually doing the things that we're judging people for. That we're, we're conducting our lives and, and judging people and their circumstances. And yet we want God to intervene on our behalf and, and yet we are, are also in a place, in a position where we need that similar heart of repentance. And so God in his awesomeness is bringing us all to a place of repentance. His patience, his kindness is bringing us to a place of repentance. Do we think lightly of his kindness, the riches of his kindness, the kindness that he's talking about here? Do you think lightly? And, and it's actually, this: the words are to despise or disdain. Do you despise or disdain the kindness of God? And we see his kindness because of his patience and restraint poured out on other people. Do we despise his kindness? because he's not handling it the way that we want him to handle it. Do we despise or disdain his kindness? His kindness here is his moral integrity and goodness. Do we despise his moral integrity and goodness? In essence, I believe that God was speaking to my heart that I do not want God to extend grace to people I do not want God to extend his mercy. I do not want God to extend his restraint or his kindness, his patience on those who, I do, who seem to be causing much harm now. And I just want him to nip that in the bud and, and, and smite them out, end their life or whatever. You know, it is that because you see the hurt that they're causing. And God is saying, do you despise my kindness because you don't understand the fullness of what I am doing, the fullness of patience, the fullness of restraint that I have, and it is for your ultimate good, the good of the world. How he does that so blows my mind that he is working for the ultimate good of all of us, the eternal best for all of us. He's working all these things out for the best for all of us and how and all this works out, I don't know and I don't all really understand. But what I do know is that I'm trusting in his word and that I can believe in and pursue after his kindness. I can trust his kindness. The 
the restraint, this tolerance and forbearance that he's willing to wait. He's willing to wait. He's willing to give us the opportunity to come to repentance. It's the kindness of God, his pleasant, virtuous benevolence. It's his kindness that leads us to repentance. His kindness leads us to a place of repentance and it's this shifting of our mindset knowing that what the the punishment that we should have suffered because of the life that we have chosen because of the judgment that we have put on other people it's his kindness that leads us to repentance knowing that our all the choices that we've made the the way that we've treated other people the decisions that we've made the way we have chosen to live our life apart from him all of these things they they if you you know adding them all up they lead to a mound of uh of the opposite of his patience right and the opposite of his kindness they should lead to uh, just a difficult uh and hostile kind of um what's the word it's choosing to judge us right it's his judgment his justice upon us and yet it's his kindness and patience that leads us to this place of of repentance and does that mean that all will choose repentance no it doesn't mean that but it does mean that god in his goodness and kindness gives us the opportunity to say yes to him, to choose to repent and follow after him. It is his kindness that gives us the opportunity to say, thank you, God, for your patience so that I can receive the forgiveness that you have given me. His kindness leads to temptation. And what I believe that as if you take a look around you today, and this week, as we're studying the kindness of God, if you take a look around you, what I believe that he wants us to do, he wants me to do, is to trust his kindness. Trust in his kindness. Trust that he, he knows what's best. Trust in his kindness. Trust in his kindness. I'm going to say it again. Trust his kindness. That his kindness isn't just for those who have their life all prettied up and put together and are, you know, walking the, walking the line of faith that he only extends his kindness to those who are doing it right. No, his kindness extends for all humanity. And that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of us because we want him to, to judge those that are causing harm. We want him to judge those that we feel like we have the, the authority to judge, even though we have no authority to, to cast judgment on anyone. I believe that God in this season of living by faith and not by sight is asking us to live our life by faith today, trusting in the kindness that he extends that kindness to all, his patience, his restraint to all, asking us to trust and his kindness, knowing that we can also extend mercy and grace on those around us because he goes before us and does it. Trust him to make all things right. Trust him that he will bring about his justice in due time. He says, vengeance is his. 
but it's in his time and in his way. And he wants to give all the opportunity to come to know him, to walk about repentance in each and every one of our lives. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just come before you. Lord, I am grateful for these opportunities to learn to trust you, that you are taking our faith to deeper levels. God, I'm grateful that we have the opportunities to sit with you, to to wrestle with your with your word and, and ask, Lord, what do you have for me today through this word? Lord, it is your kindness that leads us to a place of repentance, Father. And I pray today that many today, just even through hearing this word, God, that many would come to receive repentance, to, to receive your forgiveness, Father, that they would say yes to, for, to repentance, knowing, God, that you have greater things in store for us. That you want to make all things right, but it is in your time and in your way. And God, may we choose to trust in your time and in your plan and your path. God, may we trust your authority. May we trust your justice. May we trust your kindness. Recognizing that your kindness isn't just for those who are righteous, but for all that you choose to put your uh, kindness upon. God, I'm grateful for your integrity. I'm grateful for the truth of your word, God, that you cannot not be kind. You cannot not be gracious because that is your character. God, I trust you through and through. I trust your character today. I trust that your kindness will be extended to all mankind. God, I thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I pray that you have a wonderful day, just soaking in the goodness of God, his kindness for you, and realizing that we don't have to judge the world around us, that God is, is doing that in his patience and his restraint he is working all things out for our good and for his glory. Be blessed and be well, and I will see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.